Autumn, we got like 12 days left to our next vacation. Yes. Williamsburg. We do. We do. Yeah. And then we got 30 days left till our Disney vacation. I still don't believe that one's happening. Yeah. That's <laughs> I'm in gonna... denial of that one. So that hasn't entered your... No. And when is that typically? When do you... Because this happens to, to me too. When does it hit you like, oh, vacation's happening? I don't know. Maybe like like the week leading to it. Mm-hmm. It's never real for me until I start packing the bag. Yeah. For you, it's definitely later than it is for me typically. It's very late. And I'm like... I'll be like, Justin, we're going on vacation in a week or even <laughs> two weeks sometimes. And you're like, uh. <laughs> yeah, it definitely hits you later. I don't I think this one just doesn't because it kind of came up and got finalized quick. And I just feel like I've still been going with other things. It just. Yeah. Even the Virginia one, it just doesn't. Yeah. It's not. It hasn't popped. It hasn't given me that pop. <laughs> vacation pop. Hey there, friends, and welcome back to the Easy Dizit Podcast, a podcast all about travel planning and Disney entertainment through the lens of mindfulness, behavioral health, and humor. I'm Autumn, a new Disney enthusiast and clinical social worker. I'm Justin, a hyper nerd, travel planner, and a behavior analyst. We hope to bring a little Disney fun to your drive, uh, maybe your jogging, your cooking, whatever it is that you are up to right now. Maybe you're falling asleep to us. If that's the case, we'll try to be quiet. But first, we have news, trivia, and mailbag with a man so lucky he makes Oswald the Rabbit look like Charlie Brown. Justin. That's me. (laughs) Oswald's got nothing on me. Sure. (laughs) Autumn, how's it going? It's going going pretty good. How's your day so far? Going much better than it was this morning. I woke up with with a migraine. And now I'm feeling much better. Feeling Got good? some gardening in. I saw that. You and Wynn planted a bunch of pants. We, pants? <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we did some panting. Yeah. Um, it was great, beautiful day. It's, it's She loves it. It's really fun to do with her because she just, you know, loves it and it's simple. Yeah. So. Digging holes and putting in plants. Digging holes, putting in plants. Yeah, it was a good Sunday. We had a good day yesterday. We went to get some of Sally's Abeats. Yes, uh, we for, did. For people who aren't familiar with uh, Connecticut pizza terminology, Abeats is how you say pizza Yeah. Uh, in the New Haven area. Yeah. Uh, and it's spelled a pizza. Yeah. I remember when I, we first moved here, I asked somebody, why do they, why <laughs> do they call it a pizza? Yeah. And I'm like, oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we went with, um, with a friend Tommy from the Cheesy Mouse podcast. Yeah. Tommy and his family. It was wonderful. Yeah. Thank you all if you're in, when you listen. We really enjoyed our time. Yeah, it was so a good yeah, time. We did pizza and then actually we ventured to uh, IKEA. Yeah, yeah. IKEA fun. was that was. I mean, it's it's a long experience. It's always a long experience because <laughs> um, it's like one setup after another, and then there's like shopping downstairs. But there is, and I will say that Justin generally hates shopping. I do like, hate he shopping. He has one place I can typically get him to go without like big refusal, though. Yeah, well, and I think that's for meatballs. two things. But, yeah. There's food. Yeah. It's like well, like you can take a break, right? Like you kind of like just sit down or pause. You don't have to do the whole store. You can do a floor. But also, Justin's into kitchen equipment, so yeah. I always find that I can tell like he's bored. But then like he gets jazzed up when we're yeah. in the kitchen place, and then he starts throwing things in the car, and I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. So he's not having a miserable time. And then no, I am. And then I'm bored again. So there's Stop. a there's a solid ten minutes in the middle of an IKEA voyage where I'm not. Yeah, we'll give you twenty five minutes. You take your time. You you peruse the kitchen. 
you know, we're going to have to time it next time because I think that's a wildly inaccurate number. But you know what? Uh, it's longer than 10 minutes. All right. <laughs> well, well, we'll take some data on this. We don't have data, so neither one of us can can make like a solid judgment. Oh, I can totally make a solid judgment. <laughs> well, I don't think it would stand up in peer review, Autumn. I don't. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh, so should we get right into uh, Highly Suspect Headlines? Sure. I thought it'd be fun today. Autumn, why don't you tell the listeners out there, what, what are Highly Suspect Headlines? Oh, Highly Suspect Headlines is news differently. Uh, <laughs> so basically what happens is Justin finds different headlines and I have to figure out if they're true or if they're fake news, if they're false. He gets really creative with these. He's able to like, you know, add things to real headlines, shift things around. Of course, there are generally some real headlines in there, but he gives me a headline and then I have to answer whether I think it's true or if it's completely malarkey. That's true. <laughs> and uh, you, the listener, can can do the same. You can play along. We encourage play it. Along. Are you ready for the first one? Yes. All right. Natalie Portman asked to be in an upcoming Star Wars movie by director Taika Waititi. So I'm going to say no because, I mean, maybe she could be, what is that called, a cameo? Mm -hmm. Maybe there could be a cameo. But if not, she's dead. Like her character in Star Wars is dead. So you're saying that Natalie Portman has been in Star Wars movies. Yes. And that character is dead. Yes, unless you were going to, I guess, do another prequel. Yeah, like would a pre-prequel. Uh, yeah, I mean, it would be... Yeah, just call so it Padme. It's possible, yeah. <laughs> that could be good. It's possible, so this would be... Yeah, this would be like another add-on. Maybe when she's like a little girl? That's a story we don't know. She's like a, an adolescent. So oh, you, already, you already answered. You already said this is false. I'm going to say it's false. Yeah, this is false. This is actually okay. true. This is true. And here's the you thing. You just said it's false. You said, well, yeah, this is false. And that then you was said, this your is actually true. <laughs> Wait, you tricked me. <laughs> your answer of being false is false. The uh... truth is that this is actually a true headline. Uh, and it's, it's actually quite funny. Because oh. here's the deal. So Taika Waititi, he is the director of the, the most recent Thor movie, oh. which Portman is in. Uh, he's also the director of some great stuff. Uh, uh, they Live in the Shadows, that vampire thing I watch. He's like, oh. yeah, he's got like a great sense of humor in his direction. Okay. He is doing a Star Wars movie. Uh, originally, I think it was supposed to be late 2023. IMDb oh. says uh, 2025 now. But uh, he's getting his own Star Wars movie. And what he wants it to be is like a new area. He said something like, you know, Chewbacca's grandmother and the blueprints to the Millennium Falcon are very interesting, but I want to expand the universe. Oh, so he, this is like a start of a new story. Yes. And he huh. asked Natalie Portman, she, he said, would you like to be in a Star Wars movie? Oh. And she responded, well, I've been in a Star Wars <laughs> movie. <laughs> yeah, I did that. I did that. How can I do it again and like be me and people know it's me yeah. and be a different character? That feels weird to me. Ta Taika forgot what happened. Is what happened. <laughs> is that yes. really? This oh, is what he admitted like, in a recent, yeah. He was, you know, promoting Thor and this is one of the stories that he told. Oh my gosh. Does he know? Does he, has he seen any of the Star Wars? I don't know. Probably not. I think it's kind That's of funny okay. though. He's like, oh, I forgot about those. The prequel trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> I love them. Natalie, I love them. You're listening. Yeah, we started watching them. Well, no, I've already watched them, but Again. I've made Justin 
Yeah. So Autumn, on her own volition, after watching Obi Wan, she's like, "Well, let's watch the movies now." I'm like, "You mean the movies? Yeah, yeah. four, five, and six. So we've recently watched four, five, and six. So yeah. I would just want to thank Obi Wan Kenobi for bringing uh, was, Star Wars back into my life. Thank you. Well, I and I want to, I want to thank you because it was awesome to to get that story and to fall to have a follow up to the timeline of one, two, and three. Yeah. To 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 watch I the think. real like the story. The, the real well, story. Well, the, the, it's a part of the story. It's the story. One, two, and three still has an important story. You just you didn't like that's how it was debatable. carried out. Well, that's debatable. I'm not sure it has an important story. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> it's the beginning. No, it's totally important. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. You're wrong. Move on. What's the, what's the next headline? <laughs> Justin's incorrect. Next. <laughs> All right. Headline number two. A villain-themed lounge coming to the Contemporary Resort. Oh, I love it. I love the sound of it. <laughs> Yes. This is true, you think? Yeah. This is true. Oh, good. Here, you're going to be bummed, though, when I tell you the details. Uh, it's going to be a lot of money. Uh, well, <laughs> yes and no. It's oh. free if you're a DVC member. This is only okay. available to DVC members. It's, it's not the contemporary, like the A-frame. It's actually Bay Lake Tower at the contemporary. How does, it, I, how does that make sense? All right, so there's a DVC tower at yep. the contemporary. And yes. At the top of it, there's a lounge. It's the Top of the World Lounge. Yes. That is now going to be called Top of the World Lounge, A Villain's Lair. Oh, so it's only for DVC members you that have are to show, in Contemporary. And you ha- it's not even like, even if you rent DVC points, it's not going to work. You have to show an ID, the, a member card. Someone in your party has to be a DVC member. I feel member. like that's not going to be that busy. You know what I mean? Like, that, maybe that's the point. I don't know. Like, how many... DVC and the DVC contemporary only folks are there. I imagine there's a lot. It, that doesn't have to be your home resort. Uh, oh, you just have to be a DVC member. Just a DVC me- Okay, that makes more yeah. sense. Or have a DVC member in your party. I thought it was like contemporary only DVC, and I'm like, that sounds like a waste of money for Disney. Yeah. That would that still would not be that many people to I, generate. It would be much less. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, but so like, but the thing is, so if we had like DVC member friends, they could get us in. They could bring us. So, uh, like I said, if we had DVC member friends or listeners <laughs> that want to be friends and maybe want some stickers, we got stickers. We have some stickers. Um, like I'm two or three mm. extra stickers just mm-hmm. floating around. Mm-hmm. Um, We've got some pool Disney packets. The stickers are the big sellers. Some Mickey Rice Krispie treats. Justin yeah. makes them the best, and we'll be there August fifth or eighth. <laughs> so just saying, if, if that were the case, if we had some friends down there, we could go. There we go. Um, but yeah, so they're going to do three nights of a special fireworks party oh, cool. before. So it's opening on July 11th. They'll do three nights of a fireworks party. Um, That's this week. Yeah. How about that, huh? And uh, yeah, so brand new furnishing. It's really, it's all villain themed. They've got new menus um, okay. with some some clever some clever names, that including a, a seven clever quips. Yeah, a, a seven layer cake. Oh. Seven layer cake. Mm-hmm. Seven layer cake. Oh, layer. Layer. Seven yeah, layer cake. Yes. You with me? Ha ha. That's the joke. <laughs> and then actually, just recently announced, like the other day, um, there's like a they call it the wicked wind down. So it'll be like a dessert party every night for 55, oh, nice. 55 bucks. It comes with like a cocktail and desserts. Huh. Cool. So that's the villain's lair. Right. Cool. Um, <laughs> cool. <laughs> Are you ready for headline number three? Yes. 
Disney adds vomit-friendly trash cans to the unload area for Gardens of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Oh my gosh. Say it. Read it one more time, please. I'd be happy to. And also apologetic to. <laughs> Disney adds... <laughs> Disney adds vomit-friendly trash cans to the unload area of Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. What is meant by vomit-friendly? I'm trying to imagine the design of this particular trash can. I'd like for you to use your imagination. I am, Maybe right Maybe that's now. how you start with this. Go ahead. Hmm. What would be a vomit-friendly trash can? No top. No top. No top. Um, and probably it would almost have a lip. Mm-hmm. Um, like a wide lip mm-hmm. that bends to you, right? Like two wide lips. So if you have two, please, two people can buy it at one time. Okay. So it catches and then it funnels down. Like a maybe. funnel, downward funnel kind of situation. No, that's... Because if you have to bend all the way down, sometimes you're going to miss. Yeah. Ooh. I feel like that's funny, but I feel like they wouldn't actually do it. But it's like too... No, I'm going to say it's no. This is true. Oh! This is true. Are there lips to these trash cans? So, yes, there are, but let's talk about this. So, right. first of all, a couple weeks ago, they increased the number of trash cans in the unload area and added a bench. Wow. Yeah. And then, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. So That's all I have to say. For those who don't know, this is a roller coaster, and the cars can, they're not necessarily spinning fast, but they do rotate you during the ride. Uh, so, there's some rotation Spinning. and forward motion. And drops, no? I, I, no big drops. No oh. big drops, no. The way the trash cans were designed before, they were kind of like upside down funnels. Mm-hmm. So like sloped away from you. Yeah. It's not ideal for puking. No. <laughs> yeah. No, you need a... Uh-huh. Yeah, so that they, they're not currently downward funnels. They, they do bend down a little. They're more flat. So it's like a flatter edge instead of like a reverse funnel. And mm. it's a, it, so it'd be like easier to clean up, basically. But that's... But that, I mean, that has to be a volume of people for Disney to... It had to be a significant... Two or three people a day is a lot. Three part people easily could mm-hmm. puke in each park every day. And sure. that would not be like... Sure. Oh, come on. It's like asking for it. Okay. So, so, so they're number, not... of, <laughs> number of people in the park times the temperature in the park divided heat? by... Pe- well, people get sick from the heat. Okay. You're eating food. Divided vacation, by number of food. hot dogs sold. Yeah. Equals... Some amount of barfing. Probably two to three people almost every day. In every park, that probably gets sick. Okay. And and that's a number that you've calculated. Yes. And yes. I yeah. I would be happy to have a conversation with Lentesta and see if we could uh, we could work with him to get a computer system <laughs> set up for this. You mentioned this because he had, um, I think his sister was out counting. They measure the throughput on the rides. Yes. Right? Uh, so, and, then they were, and she was counting. And she mentioned that she saw a few people get sick. Mm. Yeah. Just from her time counting, mm-hmm. a few people. Mm-hmm. So they're right there. Yeah, she wasn't specific three. with the number, but I think that would be a metric I would also be interested in knowing. Yeah. <laughs> well, you tell me all the time that a few is three. Whenever I a say few is few, three, and you're like, yeah. a couple's a few is three. Specifically two, and That's... I'm like, I use a couple more loosely, but okay. <laughs> no, two is a couple. So few is three. Yeah. So she saw at least three in the time she was counting. Yes. So I think eight to ten is is reasonable. There we have it, Len's sister. Okay. All right, give it to me. You have one more? One more headline. All right, I'm ready. The Carousel of Progress final scene updated to the modern decade. There are updates. I know this. You saw the update? You heard about updates? I knew that there were... Where did I hear about this? I knew that there are updates. There are updates. Mm -hmm. Read it again. You know what? We were watching Paging Mr. Morrow, and I think he brought it up. No, that wasn't it. It was was a print. It was something I read. Oh, okay. 
Carousel of Progress final scene updated to the modern decade. The modern decade. It doesn't say which decade. This this decade. Oh, but, current. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, because this is the 80s and 90s. I forgot what it was before the upgrade was. It's supposed to be the 21st so, century. Okay. Yeah, okay. Or like the, yeah. It used to be, they used to show like the ball dropping. It was like the turn of the century. Yeah. And they got rid of that. All right. We'll, we'll go with true. This is not true. <laughs> sure. They did do some refurb and updating though. Right, but it wasn't to the... No. Yeah, that's what I thought. It's pretty I, much I, the same. Yeah. They, they basically changed everyone's outfits and made the dad look like Norm MacDonald. <laughs> is that the voice? Is no. Norm oh, I was going to no. say because I'm thinking about it now. I'm like, oh, no. that could be his voice. It, it's the same voice. That would be that's great funny. if they also changed it to the Norm MacDonald voice. Yeah, that's great. Oh, I love Carousel of Progress. That's a good one. It is a good one. It's I have good pleasant ride. memories singing that. Very catchy tune. Very catchy tune. Yeah. All right, Autumn. Uh, I think it's time for your segment, Which Ace is? Dumps J. Would you like to introduce my segment today? You know, I really would, Autumn. Okay. So Ace Dumps J is where Autumn presents me with trivia. Mm-hmm. She finds impossibly hard trivia and plays it off like I should know it. <laughs> it's interesting to hear your perspective. <laughs> yeah. But you can play at home as well. This very challenging trivia that I always get right. Please, please, please play at home. All right, so our theme, mm-hmm. sometimes we have themes with these, is a Wilderness Lodge. Ooh. So I'm going to give you that heads up just so you can get your wheels a-turning. So here's the thing. I might do well at this because I've been studying Wilderness Lodge because we're going to Wilderness Lodge in, in uh, during our August trip. Look at that. So I don't always give you impossible trivia. How about that? So mm. <laughs> you lie. Fake news. Okay, so this first question is about the Boulder Ridge Pool area. Okay, Boulder Ridge okay. Pool area. Boulder Ridge Pool area used to be a what? Yeah, well, Boulder some, Ridge, some those are, that's the DVC villa area. Mm-hmm. Um, that there, There's two. There's Copper Creek and there's Boulder Ridge. Uh, the pool area used to be something else is what you're telling me. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a swamp. And I doubt that that is inaccurate because most of the, everything down there at some point was a swamp. This was not a swamp. <laughs> it was a swamp. No. Um, it was a boulder ridge. There's no boulders in... You just gave yourself a big old hint. Really? Yes. <laughs> you just... You gave yourself a big old boulder-sized hint. <laughs> I'd, like to, I'd like to give up. It was a rock quarry. It was a rock quarry? Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. It was this a rock the, quarry. This is the theming. That it used to be a rock quarry. It wasn't. There are no rock quarries. It was a in rock Florida. quarry. Really? They, yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It was known as the Boulder Cove Rock Quarry. This is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. All right. You ready for the next one then? Sure. Go for it. Okay. All right. So this relates to the cabins. Okay. Copper Creek cabins. Okay. Inside the cabins. So inside the cabins. Okay. You know what a shadow box is. Your mom uses them a lot. If you look behind sure. us. That's one of her art pieces is in a shadow box, the sure, elephant. Sure, shadow box, absolutely. Shadow box. Okay, Would so, you like to describe a shadow box to the listeners if they're not familiar <laughs> with it? Yeah, shadow box is like a really, it's look, it's like a really cool picture frame, but it is, there's like glass. 
So there's like a few inches in glass so you could put something that's like 3D or that like pops out in it. Some people put um, some big shadow boxes you can put plants in. A shadow box is oh, an enclosed okay. glass front display case containing yes. an object or objects presented in a thematic grouping with artistic or personal significance. The grouping of the objects and the depth effect created by the relative heights from the backing creates a dramatic visual result. Why do we need to read that definition? Because <laughs> what is a shadow box? I just explained it. Yeah, did you though? I did! <laughs> it's like basically a, a picture frame but that's, that pops out so you could put like you could put some people put um, plants in it you could put dried plants in it you could put art in it. You're welcome. But uh, yeah, if people were still confused, also you can Google shadow box just to get ideas. There are a lot of cool things you can do with it. Yeah. All right, so I started, but you interrupted me. So you ready for step <laughs> Let's do it. Okay, so this relates to the cabins. Inside the cabins, there are shadow boxes. Mm -hmm. Okay, what totem will you find inside of that shadow box? What totem? Mm. So you this you, is like, this you the have to think Creek? about the theming. Yeah, well, Copper Creek theming is railroad theming. This is the cabins, the Cascade the ca cabins. Yeah, the Cascade Cabins are Copper Creek. Oh, and the theming, okay. The theming for Copper Creek is the railroad. Actually, Justin, Boulderidge is themed with railroad and quarry. Copper Creek shares its theming with Wilderness Lodge. Okay. So it's probably railroad related. I'm going to say it's a little choo-choo train. Incorrect. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a pick, a pick and a shovel for like the creation of, uh, oh, that would be really cute, actually. That's not it either. I'll give you one more guess. I don't want one more guess. I want you to tell me. Okay, it's a bear totem. Really like an ode to Brother Bear. It's a really cute little... I'll okay. show you a picture of it. Okay. Maybe Boulder Ridge is the one that's... Yeah, it doesn't say anything. It just says Cascade Cabins. It doesn't say... Yeah, the Cascade Cabins okay. are at Copper Creek, but maybe it's Boulder Ridge that's themed after the railroad. Maybe, maybe. I'm just wrong about the railroad theming. Okay, that could be it. All right, are you ready for number three? I'm very much ready for number three. All right, each day a family at Wilderness Lodge is selected to what? He's thinking hard. Uh, each day a family is selected to, I don't know, free dinner. They give them a free dinner. Oh, that would be <laughs> Disney if you're listening. <laughs> That'd be great. No, it's selected to be a flag family. Have you heard what about this? What does a this? flag family do? Yeah, so this is a huge honor. So what happens is a cast member picks your family, mm -hmm. and your family has this really cool task of going up to the roof and raising all five flags. Oh. So there are five flags that are raised. One represents America, one is Florida, one is Walt Disney World, and the other is Wilderness Lodge. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, so it says getting chosen for this coveted role can be tricky. A good starting point would be to ask about being the flag family as soon as you check in you to Wilderness ask. Lodge. Wow. You could try asking. Yeah, they don't, it doesn't say anything about how you know how families are picked, but I thought it was a really cool, special thing unique to Wilderness Lodge. Yeah, yeah so you could be a flag great. family. Cool. Yeah. Uh, all right, are you ready for number four? Yeah, let's go number four. Okay, Wilderness Lodge is full of blanks. <laughs> Windows, carpets, chairs, beds, <laughs> tourists. There's, I mean, like the, it's what? Pacific North. I'm gonna give you another Pacific Northwest theming. Let me give you so another hint. Totems. You can find them everywhere if uh, you're looking closely. Hidden Mickey's. 
Yes. Yeah. yeah, there's a hidden Mickey, like, uh, they have, if you go to the front desk, you can do the scavenger hunt, the hidden Mickey That was part hunt. two, nice job. Yeah, there yeah. is a specific hidden, hidden Mickey scavenger hunt because they are just all over the place and in really neat places. Yeah. People are saying on here, so it's cool. So you can follow clues, the scavenger hunt gives you different clues. Oh, that's cool. And you cool. can see. It gives you clues. Yeah, how much you can find. I would love to do that. Cool. That would be cool to do. All right, so that's it just for today. Asamshay, what'd you think if you're listening? Tell us if you've stayed at Wilderness Lodge. Please tell us. We It will be our first time coming up. So please send in your Fort Wilderness tips and tricks. Yeah, uh, podcast at gmail.com or at easydizit on Instagram. We'll appreciate it a great deal. We'll send you some stickers for your trouble and a virtual high five. Yeah. And we'll read them live on the show. I'd actually be stealing your content. I will, I will we'll monetize you. your content. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> We're not making money, everyone. <laughs> Oh, that's true. Monetize. We are making zero dollars. <laughs> In fact, I think we might be in a little bit of debt. We're spending we a lot it. of money. That's why on, we're here. We're spending a lot of money on stickers. It's a huge sticker budget. And uh, Darwin's not going to college. <laughs> stickers. So upcoming trip, we're going during August, we're going during food and wine. Yeah. This is something that you've wanted to do in the past. Yes, it is. Uh, why do you want to do food and wine? Because I like both of those things. <laughs> so is your plan to eat some food and some wine? Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, that's a good plan, a solid plan for something called uh, the Epcot Food and Wine Festival. Yeah, well, there's a lot more of Epcot that, um, that I'd like to see. Yeah. Well, so the menus just came out for Epcot Food and Wine. This mm. is usually a big deal. Would you like to take a look at the menu? Sure. We're not going to do that today. Why? <laughs> because a lot of podcasters do that, and, and they do a really good job with it. They'll go through the menu, and they'll talk about, oh, I like this, that sounds good, and stuff like that. And I didn't want to do that. What I thought we could do instead is make up our own menu items. You want to give a couple a shot? Oh, my God. Yeah, that takes a lot of time, though. I don't... Well, we'll edit it out. Let's just okay. win it. It doesn't I, have to be I, good. Yeah. I don't know, and I've never experienced it, so I feel like I... Let's start with a country. Start with a country somewhere in Epcot. I, I haven't even been to all the countries. Uh, I'll, I I, all right, so we got Canada. We got France. We got Germany. Stop me when you like it. Japan. China. Mexico. Morocco. Mexico? Mexico. All right. Um, and what kind of Mexican food do we like? All of it. It's all good. <laughs> it is all, it's all good. I'm trying to think of something too that would be really like authentic and not like American Mexican because I'm sure oh. there are differences. Okay. You know, so like that's it. I'm like, yeah. How about I like a, a cochinita pibil? Oh yes, you've made this. Yes, this is a pork that has to be cooked in the ground. Well, it doesn't have to be cooked in the ground, but it's tasty. It's a pork dish that's traditionally cooked in the ground in a in a pibil, which yeah. I think is it's uh it means hole in the ground, maybe something like that. Sure. It's like wrapped in um, banana leaves, and it's cooked in this paste of um, achio, which is like a berry that gives it a very red color. Achiote is a spice and coloring agent extracted from the seeds of the evergreen Bixa oriana shrub. After macerating in water, the pulp surrounding the seeds is made into cakes for further processing into dyes. The seeds are dried and used whole or ground as a culinary spice. Commercially, achiote is used to add yellow color to chorizo, butter and margarine, cheese and smoked fish and so that no that that's really good and okay. i mean i guess i would say too like 
authentic Mexican tacos, not American tacos, but like, would you want to talk a little bit about what makes... Well, I think we could, we could definitely eat that. I don't know anything. Yeah. I can't talk about like no. anything authentically because I don't know really yeah. much about Mexican culture or food culture. Sure. Just what I've pieced together from... Um, you research, Rick, you're, you're a foodie. Yeah, from Rick Bayless videos, like okay, <laughs> what some white guy said about yeah. Mexican cuisine. Yeah. So, yeah, we could do that in tacos, though. Cochinita pibil and tacos. Yeah. That'd be delicious. That'd be really good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's got to be, uh, in my opinion, it's got to be corn tortillas. Sorry. Sorry, that's, friends. So that's a piece, right? Yeah, like um, that's that's more authentic to, to yeah, how Mexicans eat tacos. And um, what do we want to serve with this? What kind of beverage? So it's a, it's not a super spicy flavor. It, the the achio achio day. I know I'm pronouncing that incorrectly. The red coloring barrier paste is uh, got a slight tanginess to it. Something colorful and something light. I don't know drinks enough to. That's like fine. I know it would taste good, but let's go with something colorful and something light, like an agua fresca. Do like a, I don't know, like a fresh water. Is that what agua fresca? <laughs> <is>? <laughs> Yeah, just like how about water that's like flavored with berries. Yeah, that's also good. That sounds it's great. It's hot out there, y'all. It is. We're killing it. We're killing it so far. All right, next country. Uh, all right. Um, Japan. Japan. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> Do you got any thoughts on Japan? I got a couple. You go. You start. Yaki. So yakitori, am I saying that right? I'm not sure. It's, it's chicken thigh that's seasoned and cooked over hot coals. Oh, you've talked about this so before. Good. You've talked about this before. It's so good. It's like, and it is definitely like a lot of Japanese food. They elevate everything, right? Right. So like you can get ramen, but then there's some guy who's like, or a bunch of people who have done ramen their whole life. And I think there are ramen booths now with actually Michelin stars. Actually, Justin, just one ramen restaurant holds this honor. Tsutu in Tokyo, Japan was awarded a Michelin star in 2015. Oh, wow. Yeah. So anyway, so yaki is chicken, and it's skewered and cooked over a very special kind of uh, hardwood coal that they use. Mm. So I think that would be great, like some kind of yaki, because it's meat on a stick. Yeah. No, well, that yeah, that's gonna, that would be really popular. Maybe that with some um, something green. Mm, okay. Something green. Well, if we're Justin saying, has an idea. Yeah, if we're saying <laughs> Japanese, maybe like a seaweed salad. There. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That would be perfect. Like so, like okay, like a like a yaki stick, like served on a bed of seaweed salad. Seaweed salad. That's what I'm thinking. I, I saw a visual. I don't know what it is. I just I think that plated would look beautiful. Yeah. Oh, that's a beautiful would look plate. Good too. It's a beautiful yeah. plate. And the glaze on that yaki. Mm. You know, a nice a nice glaze to make it shiny because this all has to look good on Instagram if it's Disney food. Yeah. So that's a good point. I like that green underneath. And then we could do wise. I mean, sushi. And we could have some. Sure. What's your favorite kind of sushi? What do you, what do you usually get? Something pretty. I love sushi with mango in it. That's probably one of my mm. favorites. Just the mango with mm. the is um, shrimp. I also get like non-vegetarian ones. Honestly, a lot of the time. Yeah. Salmon. Yeah. Uh, but that's typically like shrimp and salmon are typically the meats that I do. Yeah. The the um and then I'll get some veggie one. Yeah. I wonder <laughs> if they'll do. Yeah, I think they they've got to do sushi for food and I wine, would think. right? Yeah, I, I, I would. Yes, I've 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 seen it. I've seen it. Yeah, I think so. And they'll do. I think there was a sushi donut last year. What? Yeah, I think there was a sushi donut where it was like a disc of rice and with like sushi on top of it, mm. with a uh, fish on top of it. I mean, cool. I could be making that up. 
And what are we serving to drink with this? Sake. Gotta be some <laughs> kind of sake. Line, right? Maybe a sake cooler. Can you do that? Is that is that okay to mix sake? I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> I can't speak on that. But if you do know, we would love to hear from you. And like, also, you know, sorry if I offended you by I, suggesting it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we're just naming off food that we know thinking but yeah i know we would love to love to hear but yeah that would be my pick like i would love to go to food wine and have both of those things as options yeah let's see what other country france some bread some good baguette like a nice baguette okay like i love like yeah i don't i don't know maybe some crepes well i like the idea of just having a baguette like a little demi or something like a small baguette yeah like give me a small baguette and some some cheese cheese yeah maybe with some kind of light salad with it to put on the bread i love that too okay but like cheese and yeah like a like a a nice like little you know like a little charcuterie and a little paper boat you know like a cheap charcuterie i love me some charcuterie Yes, that would be. Oh, could you imagine your own little? If it, if it was like memento, um, or like souvenir charcuterie boards that they oh, there serve you. Go. you. <gasps> See now, no. Once you get into this souvenir stuff, the price—they're gonna get us on the price. And that's gonna I be know. a thirty-one dollar booth I item. I know. Yeah, give me a paper boat. I'm good. <laughs> I'll keep that All as right, a souvenir. I'll, I'll take my the personalized <laughs> charcuterie board. Thank you. Yeah, so that's that Canada. I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's, so I know the there's, food's not too different. There's a couple that are always popular, and they always they always bring them back. One of them is the cheese soup. The in Canada? Hot, hot cheese soup. Yeah. Oh, wow. In August in Florida. Oh, People love it, though. No. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> I will not eat that. Uh, poutine comes to mind. I think that's oh, done poutine. frequently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Poutine. Oh, yeah. That's okay. Those are universal loves cheese and french fries. Yeah. They should do something. Uh, there's some what, what, something with Martin Short, like a Martin Short rib. <laughs> Martin Short rib. <laughs> you need to play off Canadian oh, actor man. or, or can- Jim Carrey. Uh, Jim broke my heart. So for those of you that are listening that haven't heard this, <laughs> I'm embarrassed to say it, but I'm gonna put myself out there. We went, my first time at Disney World, only been once, was in 2019. We go to Canada, we do the Circle Vision thing. It's cool. And then I say, wait a minute. I said, Justin. I said, why are Martin Short and Jim Carrey in Canada? Jim Carrey is not. He goes, they're Canadian. And I was like, Justin, that's funny. And he was like, no, they're Canadian. And I was like, what? This 31 years of my life, I thought they were American. And I'm sorry. Jim Carrey is And I'm upset, but I get it. There's a lot of great Canadian uh, comedians. No, there are. Yeah. I just, I, I hadn't, it didn't come, I just, I yeah. just thought they were American. And so my heart is a little broken, but it also makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out how we're putting Jim Carrey in a food item name. Like, ooh, beef oh. carryington. Jim Beef Carryington. There you go. There it is. But that's, I think Beef Wellington's like it's a like British a thing. It's like a king of funny. That works. Of like absurd body comedy. I think we can find a way to... Mm. Okay, so he did he this could movie. He find a way to. <laughs> he did this movie um, before he got famous called Rubber Face. So maybe it's the rubber, oh. the rubber chicken face, rubber face chicken. What is this movie about? Because it it's, seems like it's I terrible. See it. Don't bother. Oh. No, don't bother. It's bad. So we don't have a Canadian meal because you're kind of just stuck on this Jim Carrey thing. <laughs> 
Yeah. All right, let's go to another country. Well, sorry, Canada. Sorry, yeah. And our Canadian listeners, please write in with your suggestions. Yes. EasyDizitPodcast at gmail.com yes. at EasyDizit. We'd love to hear Instagram. about more, you know, culture, I don't know, region-specific <laughs> cuisine that's yes. Canadian. Or if you have any actor, like, pun names for dishes, that yeah, would be great, too. Yeah, that, please. We would Eugene Leavened Bread? <laughs> Eugene, okay. <laughs> Move to the next one. <laughs> Uh, what's another country? Um, well, we could do a country that should be Morocco. There. Okay, Morocco. Let's do Morocco. Uh, oh, this is going to have a lot of spices. Mm-hmm. Imagining a bean dish. Okay, a bean dish. Like, um, what is that? Uh, fa... It's, it's the, um, there's a fava bean dish that we get at Mamoun's that's really good. Fal Muhammad or something like that. Fal. A spice. It'll be... Turmeric. I'm thinking of what will be in Moroccan Moroccan seasonings. Is what I'm trying to think of. Faul, faul mudamas. That's the the fava bean dish. Oh, that's pretty dope. Mm-hmm. It's Egyptian, but that's close to Morocco, right? Egypt is close to it Morocco. Is. They're northern African countries. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, for those who haven't had it, it is a fava bean dish, and uh, it's just like a creamy, delicious, it's topped with vegetables often, or the way they do it at Mamoun's is with cheese. Yeah. It's really good. You know, well, you mentioned, now you're dragging my brain of a country that's not there, India. How is India, right? Yeah. How is India huge? There's a bunch of countries that should be there. There's uh, like a South American country. Yeah. <laughs> Would be right. nice. Right? No South America. Only China for Asia, is that correct? No, Japan as well. Oh, I'm sorry, too. But is the largest continent. That's where most people in the world live. This is This is wild. How many European countries do we have? Um, 55. 55 European countries. No, represented in the World Showcase? No, no. 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 We have France. A lot. It's a lot of Europe. It's a lot of Europe, and Europe's so tiny. I would love to... I mean, Epcot was designed to be like like, like a, a... representative of the world it's right? like a like, permanent world sphere and if you look at like world's fairs there, there's yeah. no representation of european countries in yes. world's fairs yeah yeah so i i i would love to see epcot push to be that i'd love to like more yeah, yeah. i think they will yeah. i think they will i think we're going to get a south american country and they're probably colombia hopefully more than one south american country yeah South America is also like, I mean, there's a lot of countries there. There's a lot of, a lot of people. Um, we could get rid of a European country or two to make space, quite honestly. Sure. I mean, Let's get not... rid of, uh, which one would you get rid of? How about Norway? Because they have like Arendale yeah. in Norway for some reason. So yeah, let's get, it at, get rid of the I'd frozen of ride. Norway. Turn the frozen ride into... I hate that ride. <laughs> Autumn doesn't like Monday this ride. Thing. So let's turn that into the Encanto ride somehow. Yes. Yeah, that'll be Colombia. Let's put Colombia right in the middle the of casa. Europe. Casa, yes. Um, but we're back to food, yeah. back to food, reeling okay. it back in. So I don't know any Colombian dishes that I can think of I right now. Yeah, Colombian. But people have often talked about a Brazilian pavilion. And one of my favorite Brazilian dishes is feijoada. Mm. It's like a delicious bean stew. So that could be oh. good. There is indeed a Brazil food booth, and this year they do feature feijoada. I love Epcot, and I think I love. I think I have a fear that like Epcot's gonna like go away and not be what I imagine that it can be. That's a that's like a real like I thought. I was actually thinking about this the other day. I'm like, oh, I love Epcot, but I'm kind of like. I feel like they need to push Epcot the way that they've pushed changes and upgrades in other parks. Yeah. 
And I, maybe well, they, they are. are and yeah, I don't they got know, Remy's. But... They've kept putting new rides in it. It's just all very much based on like their like Disney Entertainment intellectual property. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Let's do uh, let's do a dish for a country that isn't there. Let's that do isn't that again. there. Yeah, that is. Yeah. A... Let's put a country in first, and then we're gonna uh, we'll make it a dish for it. Argentina. It's another. We do another South American. You mentioned India. I think that would yeah. be great for need... food and wine. Again, there is indeed an India food booth. You have got a lot to learn about the Epcot Food and Wine Festival presented by Corksicle. India has what's called chaat, right? It's yeah. like a, chaat is a snack. So that I think fits, it suits, um, it suits food and wine pretty well. You know, and I think like right. the uh, street food culture in India is pretty big. Yeah. So like this yeah. chaat, this, uh, they, you could do like a bunch of different chaats. Yeah. Ooh. I like yeah. that. Like they do, they'll like toast nuts and chickpeas and gets mm. coated in like chaat masala, which is like the specific spice blend for chaat. And then like a drizzle of sauce. Mm. Chaat masala. I like, yeah, I know India, it's all delicious. I, that would be tough to, I think I'd have to eat everything in the Indian pavilion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to eat everything in the Indian yeah, pavilion. Yeah, let's get an Indian pavilion. But like, can't, I mean, huge. I mean, just in, in economically, like it is. Also, just I am kind of surprised that India is not there. Yeah. All right. So if you're listening, do you, did we spark your imagination? We hope you did. We hope we did. Yeah. Is there a food that you would love to see? Is there a country that you'd love to see? Let us know. Let us know. Yeah. We'll talk about it. EasyDizitPodcast at gmail.com or at EasyDizit on Instagram. That's it. So that's it. If you've been to Food and Wine too, I would love to yeah. talk with more people that have been to Food and Wine. Let us know what know. we should not miss because we're not going to do a ton because it it would add up quick. Right. So let us know what we can't. It's miss It's also going to be a wine. very long day because yeah. And don't say cheese soup because we're not messing with the cheese. We're soup not in messing. August. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> that will have to be another time. Well, friends, thanks for joining us again for another Easy Dizzit podcast episode. We love that you listen. Like we said at the top of the show, please rate and review us on iTunes and just tell a Disney friend about us. We appreciate you helping us get the word out. I've got to apologize for all the mistakes we made at the food and wine uh, segment there. Uh, I guess we probably should have read the menus first. There's a lot of booths that we didn't know exist. And uh, yeah, we're looking forward to checking them out this year when we go. I think we'll do a food and wine segment next week too, but I think we're going to read the menu first and then we're going to do a little game. We're going to play a little game. So tune in for that. That should be fun. You can check us out on Instagram at EasyDizit and shoot any questions, concerns, uh, angry mail to EasyDizitPodcast at gmail.com. And remember, if you want to head over to Disney World, Universal, or any cruise line, and you'd like someone to help uh, plan that travel for you, maybe take some of the burden off you, I'm here to help. You can get in touch. Same email, easydizitpodcast at gmail.com. All right, until next time, easy dizit.